You're listening to Orlando Credit Union's On The Money. I'm your host, Haley Green, and today I am joined by Orlando Credit Union's real estate lending manager, Keith Bertrand. Hi, Keith. Hello, Kaylee. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you're back. I know that we've had you on previously, uh, and today I think we're talking about something wildly important. We're talking about homeowners insurance and why it's essential in the state of Florida. And, you know, right now we are mid hurricane season. So I think that is the big thing, especially, you know, if maybe you're new to Florida, everyone's sure. kind of concerned. A lot like, of people are now. Is a hurricane something I should be worried about, not only for my safety, but also for my property damage. Right. So course. I think it's important that we dive into that and talk a little bit about that. But before we get into that, you've obviously been on the podcast before, but for those who may be first-time listeners, just give us a little bit of your background working in real estate. Sure. Again, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Must have did a good job the first time. I have <laughs> back for the second time. As far as my history in real estate, I started in 2009 with Wells Fargo uh, as a lending officer, and I worked my way up to a lending manager uh, through that time managing the sales team. A little bit later, I moved back to Florida, and I joined Fairwinds, worked my way up, and I started managing 35 uh, loaning officers there, and we built a $700 million imp empire over there. And then I, I've recently come over to Orlando Credit Union, and we're on the cusp of doing that now, hopefully. We've got some really good things coming down the pipeline, and I'm really excited for what we can offer people here in Orlando. Yeah, I think we have a lot to offer, and glad so many people are coming to us. And I think, you know, not only do we have things for first-time homebuyers, but also for seasoned homebuyers, we, sure. we kind of got to cover it all, you know? Oh, yeah. I think that the amount of people moving to Florida and the people that are uneducated on a lot of things when it comes to Florida, specifically the hurricane season, things to do, uh, tasks to complete before the season starts, as well as a checklist on certain things that I think we'll get into a little bit later. Yes, I think there's a lot to think about. And, you know, I'm a Florida native, you're a Florida native, so we grew up with this stuff. Yeah. But there are a lot of people who don't know what to do. For so, sure. as I said, we're like in that thick of hurricane season. You know, I feel mm -hmm. like we see all those named storms really start popping up in like the August time frame. Right. So, explain why it's so important, especially during this time to have homeowner's insurance. Sure. I think as cut and dry as it can be is that if your house blows away, you can get it fixed. I think that's about as cut and dry as it gets. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right? uh, but, you know, there's obviously some other things about that. The benefit of homeowner's insurance is specifically for a hurricane uh, is your roof, right? And I know there's been some legislation. I don't know if we'll get into that or not. I can explain a little bit what that's about as well if you, if you want. But homeowner's insurance in the state of Florida is essential during hurricane season because a $25,000, $30,000 roof only costs you 1%. And some quick math, you know, it's $2,500 or $3,000. So as opposed to having to liquidate maybe every savings that you've ever had to protect yeah. your family or having to take a second lien out on your property to pay for something for not having insurance on the property, you just pay a little bit of a sum, things get replaced. Uh, and that also includes your siding, um, you know, maybe a door, your windows, things of that nature. Uh, anything in the dwelling is covered with insurance. 
And so having it is really important in case something really bad happens. Yeah. And I am just thinking back on last year's hurricane. I am located in Sarasota, so I wasn't too far away. I am very lucky that I had minimal damage to my house, but almost every house in my neighborhood lost roof tiles to some capacity, some more than others. But, you know, you're driving through the neighborhood. Everyone has a tarp on their roof. So it's moments like those that you have to stop and think. How am I going to prepare myself for the next time this happens? Because you never think it's going to happen to me. And then when it does, you don't want to be in a position where you have nothing to help you. 100%. I think the first thing I want to touch on about all this stuff uh, is planning. And it's essential that if you purchase a home, that you have a home savings account. And that can be for anything. That can be for if your washer goes bad you know, the kids put a hole in the drywall or something along those lines. But then again, if you have to pay your insurance deductible, you have to be able to afford it. And my guess would be if someone has a tarp on their roof, it's because they don't have $2,500. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to purchase a home, you're going to take that leap, you're going to make that investment, you have to continue to save. At every paycheck, you have to figure out how much money can I put into this account and literally name it emergency savings or home savings account so that when something like that happens, you're able to do it. There's some crazy statistic that like 75% of Americans can't even pay $500 bill if they got it, right? Wow. And so it needs to be a priority. Now, okay, of course, if you can't do it, you can't do it. But you have to save whatever you can just in case something were to happen like this. Absolutely. And I think we kind of touched on it earlier and kind of what you were saying. I mean, people don't think about it. And then something does happen and they don't have the funds to be able to, you know, help and and fix that. So what kind of emergency situations does homeowners insurance cover? Sure. Now, the most important thing to understand when it comes to insurance is that it protects your dwelling. Okay? okay, and that is the structure itself. If a fire were to happen, there was a flood, uh, crazy winds, something along those lines, insurance protects the dwelling to be replaced okay. as long as you pay your deductible. Now it's just some simple math. Sometimes maybe you don't need to pay the whole deductible uh, to be able to do that. If you don't know what your deductible is, I would definitely take a look at that in your insurance policy and make that savings account. When you get to that point, you're good, right? If your deductible is you know one percent. In theory, thirty to forty thousand dollars is probably you know what something would cost to be fixed in a, in a really bad situation. Put three to five thousand dollars in there, and then you're good to go in that situation. Okay, so uh, is homeowners insurance required in the state of Florida? It is not required in the state of Florida. Okay. However, if you have a mortgage with a company, they will require it because the money that you're borrowing would be ours technically, and we're protecting our investment. So there's something you'll sign in your disclosures that says, I will have homeowner's insurance as long as I'm paying my mortgage to you. Now, once that's over, you can choose not to have homeowner's insurance if you don't want to. Interesting. People do that. That might be, again, the reason why they have blue tarps on their house, because they decide, you know what, I don't want to pay this $3,000 a year to make sure that my home is protected, which I would always, always do. Don't not have insurance. I was going to say, important. what do you suggest? <laughs> yes, you have to have insurance. Now, if you're some sort of guru handyman or you own your own construction company or something along those, or you have connections like that, okay, maybe you don't have to do it, but the headache of having to go through all that. Now, now, insurance companies aren't the greatest things to deal with that either, so it's not as though it's going to be no stress whatsoever, but knowing that you can just pick up the phone, say, hey, my roof just blew off. I know my deductible's 35, you know, whatever. Can you please come out here and fix it? They'll say, okay, we'll send an adjuster out there. In the next 48 hours, it's taken care of. 
instead of you having to schlep up there, maybe fall off the roof, you know, <laughs> whatever happens to try to figure out what's going on, call somebody, call this guy, he doesn't show up, let them take care of it. For that minimal amount of money, peace of mind is totally worth it. I know. I think that... I've talked about the younger generation. I am allowed to because I am part of it. <laughs> but it's so common to just want to say, well, I want to take that money and spend it on something for me. Right. You know? Yeah. And then you come down to it. I mean, I have a handful of friends that were down in Fort Myers last year, and one of them did not have insurance, and sure. they lost everything. I think it, – so I know we're talking about insurance, but I just sort of want to piggyback onto something else. At Orlando Credit Union, the people that work there actually do care. Right. Mm -hmm. And the reason I went from a large financial to a credit union is just because of you can you can tell the difference between the way you're trained at a large financial and how you're trained at a credit union. Yeah. Right. We're here for the members. We're taking their money and lending it to other members. Right. We're not traded on the public stock market. Yeah. You know, we're not we don't have investors per se. We have ownership. Yeah. Right. That's what we call people members. You can walk into any of our branches and I promise you that those people will actually walk you through what it's like to save to plan, to make a financial future for yourself. Yes. And I know it's very difficult, right? Because people don't trust each other or whatever the monocle is these days. But you have to take that first step. Just walk into the ranch. If you aren't with Orlando Credit Union, you should join. But if you're not, <laughs> just go to any financial institution that you're a part of and sit down with that person across. They literally live in the city that you live in. Right? Yeah. That's why they're there, right? We live, work, and worship in the same area that you do. We're all on the same team in that aspect. So take that first step. If you've not done it, walk into the branch, talk to the person that's in charge there. They know what they're talking about, and they can put you on a plan. And I think it's just important that everybody within those branches wants you to be the leader of your financial right. future. I mean, that's really exactly. our big thing within the credit union. And I think it's so important to remember that as well. A hundred percent. And, you know, it is mildly selfish, right? And just to be upfront, because I'm a pretty blunt guy. <laughs> but, you know, if you're financially stable, you can then buy a car, you can get a credit card, you can get on that path to purchase a home, right? So not only are we helping benefit them to get what they want, but they're able to use our products at a discounted rate because we're just using other people's money to give it to them. Exactly. We just want people to help invest in themselves, right. and that's what we're there doing. That's our hashtag. Yeah, hashtag investing there in you. There we go. <laughs> All right, well, let's get back into sure. uh, the insurance a little bit just to talk about, obviously, we want to be able to make sure that people are in a space where they know that they're safe financially, and if something were to happen, they wouldn't have to worry about it or scramble or be stuck with, you know, a house that doesn't have a roof for sure. some odd amount of time. So what happens if you don't have homeowner's insurance and something does happen? Well, the first thing you have to do is figure out what happened. I mentioned it a little bit before. You're going to have to schlep your way over to wherever happened. You know, if, if, you're, if it was just as small as your mailbox falling down, you have to go walk over, assess the damage, see what it looks like. Then you're going to have to call somebody, go through the phone book, maybe call on Facebook. Hey, I really need a plumber. Hey, I really need a roof guy. Hey, I really need this person, that a carpenter, whatever. Uh, so the amount of work that you'd have to put in to try and figure out what happens next uh, is tremendous. And so if you don't have the insurance, then you're going to have to do all those things. Then you're going to get the bill. Mm -hmm. And that bill is going to be pretty high because the way that the economy is right now is that supplies are really high. And really, it's a huge discount to just pay your deductible, right? So if inflation is really high and, and wood's really expensive, right, like it was in 2020, I mean, literally a piece of, a piece of particle board was $110. It was like 20 before that. Wow. Right. And so just having the deductible to pay, you don't have to worry about that increase the insurance company takes on that. Okay. That's really good to hear. Um, if you don't opt for homeowner's insurance right away, is it too late? 
it's not too late, but they will send someone out. So for example, if there's a blue tarp on your roof and you're like, hey, I really want some insurance now, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. But no, there's never like too late. Uh, you just need to make sure that there's nothing wrong with the home before you call. Yeah. So if I let's let's do an example here. Sure. If I am seeing that a hurricane is on the way, maybe yep. you know we have time. It's not like we're seeing. It's not like the Midwest where a tornado just kind of rips through. Because sure. when you're looking at a hurricane, obviously there are situations like fires and things where it does just happen and you yeah. don't expect it. But if I'm sitting at home and I'm watching the news and I see a hurricane coming through in the next five days and I call up my uh, insurance company and say, hey, I'd like some insurance now, is that too late? Probably. Okay. They, only buy, they will stop binding at certain points. Interesting. And we don't really know. Because there's not a lot of laws for insurance companies, unfortunately. It's they lobby pretty hard. Okay. And basically what happens is there is a time frame before that happens. And it might I, there may they may not be binding right now because I think there's like a depression or something like that over in the Gulf. I, I may be off on that. But the moment that that happens, it's they're probably gonna stop binding. So if you call them, they'll say, Hey, sorry about your luck, we're not binding right now. And okay. then you have to call the next one. Hey, sorry, we're not binding right now. Uh, you know. So, so you wanna get ahead of it before it's too late. I would get it the moment you buy the property. I mean yeah. you have to, right? Exactly. In theory, but after it's paid off, just keep it going. I mean, you know, the costs are already ingrained to your, uh, to your monthly you know, budget in theory, right? Because you're already paying for it. I do also want to point out one other thing. Uh, if you do have insurance and a hurricane is coming and you have the physical ability to do this, or maybe your kid can do it or your neighbor or something like that, take pictures of your house. Because insurance companies will point out that, oh, that looks like it's been there forever. That looks like this is the whatever, right? Okay. So if you take pictures of your roof, you take pictures of the outside of the property, and then they come out and they see the damage, you can physically point out, hey, I took this picture five days ago before the hurricane hit. There was no damage. Now there is damage there. Because you still have to fight with insurance companies to a little bit, right? They don't want to just give their money away. Exactly. But it's their job to be discreet sometimes, right, with their money because there have been people to take advantage of it roof pirates, which is why our costs have gone really high recently. Okay. But make sure that you go out and you take pictures of your property before the hurricane hits. That's an interesting tactic I had never really thought of before. Is there anything else that you could think of that you maybe recommend to people uh, when you know something's about to happen and you sure. want to be uh, on top of it for the insurance company? Yeah, don't go buy the toilet paper and water. That's the first <laughs> thing because it's a waste of time. Uh, a true Floridian, I shouldn't say it like that, but uh, if you're living here, you should have those supplies. You should always have supplies. A on hurricane hand. emergency oh, everything. pack. Always. Yeah. If you don't have food supply, go buy it. Right. If you don't have a hurricane pack, go buy it. If you don't have a zombie pack, just kidding. <laughs> uh, right. But make sure that you're planned beforehand, so when everything goes down, you're not in a scramble, because that creates a lot of controversy in your relationships, stress in your home. Right. So I would make sure that everything's by. A theme in my life is planning. If you haven't figured that out. By yes, now. and, and I think plan. it's very important, especially yeah. when you're looking at big purchases, big savings, like you want to be prepared for that. So Correct. I think that's extremely important. Let's touch a little bit on what kinds of insurance there are in sure. the state of Florida. Sure. Uh, so we talked about the dwelling, right? And there's also something in there that protects your inside uh, products, right? Like your TVs, uh, the electric work, things of that nature. Okay. And um, that's one in the same? Yeah. Th it should be inside your policy. Okay. So I, you, I make sure that when you're talking about your policy that you're getting exactly what you need. Talk with the insurance agent. If they're just kind of mumbling their way through it and they're not really giving you direct answers, I would call somebody else. Make sure that you're saying, if they're not asking you how much your dwelling is worth, right? So for example, your property is, when you purchase, you're purchasing the land and you're purchasing the dwelling, 
right? So you'd be like, oh, well, I paid $300,000 for the house, but it says I only have $185,000 in coverage. But that's because it was determined in the appraisal that that's what that property is worth, okay. minus the land. It might be off on the numbers, but basically that's what you want to check. Okay. You want to make sure that your property is covered full. Now, you also want to make sure that you have full replacement. Because if you don't have full replacement and something goes wrong, they're not going to rebuild the house for you. Okay. So you need to make sure that that's in there. You need to have additional structure coverage. That means like a shed uh, or maybe have a carport or something that's not connected to the home. Mm-hmm. So the dwelling itself is going to be all covered with the dwelling. But if it's sort of on the outskirts of your property, you need to make sure you have additional coverages for that. Uh, and something that we talked about before that I looked up because I wanted to make sure you bring some value. And this is interesting, yes, too. Additional guest coverage. Huge in the state of Florida is the Airbnb thing, right? And people want to buy a property, um, and they don't really know everything that's going on uh, with that property when they're not there, right? Because the person there, who the heck knows what's going on in the house, yeah. right? Make Especially sure, in Orlando with all the theme parks. Uh, theme parks, <laughs> but just make sure you have additional guest coverage if that's something you have. If you put, if you're bringing people at home as a rental, as an investment property, make sure that coverage is in there as well. Just really have a, a robust conversation with your insurance person. Make sure that you can tell really quickly if someone knows what they're talking about, mm-hmm. and ask a lot of questions. No question is stupid when it comes to investment because that's what your home is. Exactly, and I think that some people might get a little bit nervous or shy to talk about what their coverage is and to yeah. fight for the most coverage because they think, oh, well, you know, this is what's in my coverage, so that's all that I can get. Sure. But that's not always the case. Correct. And again, it's an investment. If it costs you a little bit more to protect it, it's totally worth it, yeah. right? I mean, in theory, when you buy a home, you're there forever. Now, obviously, people move you know, every seven years, technically, I think is the statistic here in Central Florida. But when you first buy it, you intend to live there forever. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure that you protect it. Exactly. Well, I think this is really important to keep in mind, of course, a continuing conversation. But thank you so much for talking a little bit about how we can, you know, keep our homes safe and make sure that we have our insurance covered, especially during hurricane season. Uh, To learn more about Orlando Credit Union's many mortgage options, you can head to our website at orlandocreditunion.org or you can make an appointment in one of our branches to find out more. Until next time, we're investing in you. Orlando Credit Union is not responsible for damages that result from the use of our product or service data contained herein.